On this episode of Delivering Marketing Joy, I talk with Taylor Borst from American Solutions for Business, and she tells us what to do and not to do on social media. Hey there, and welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I'm your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today, a repeat guest, I always say a Ooh. rock star, absolutely <laughs> true. She's the head of communications and PR at American Solutions for Business, Taylor Borst. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Kirby. This is so fun. I feel like a late night guest, you know, just coming back. (laughs) That's right. Just call me Jimmy Fallon. I'll take it. (laughs) Yes. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, So I want to jump in on a post that you wrote recently about social media etiquette. As soon as I saw it, I was like, I want to read that and see um, how I'm doing. (laughs) Right? Like, and I thought it was really good. So can you give me and the audience some tips on that? I need to watch for so that I'm not annoying on social media. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Oh, well, thanks, Kirby. I I do want to preface this with, I started that article off being like, hey, listen, I know that I can probably be annoying too. But um, I think that there is, it's so interesting when we're, you know, we're so connected to everybody now. And so um, now more than ever, we're connected to our boss, our grandma, our mother, (laughs) our our colleague, our ex co-worker. So it's, you know, we have this massive audience that not everybody is always used to interacting with. And so I think that, you know, the longer that you've been part of social media, I think that some of these things just come natural. It's like you, you learn it slowly, you know, if you make a mistake, you, you learn it when you make it. And so, you know, now that there are so many people who are now in this space, we're kind of having to, to reteach and and relearn some things, you know, as we're going through. Um, but specifically talking about people in the promotional product industry, um, you know, when this article was written, it was right before the election too. So it was a hot topic. You know, we were seeing a lot of people starting to post that information and, you know, freedom of speech is not freedom of consequence. So, you know, you are always able to share whatever your, you know, political belief is. And that kind of, that extends to you know, religious belief or just, you know, personal beliefs in general, like this all kind of falls into that bucket, Um, you know, share, but at the same time, know that you could be, um, you know, alienating certain customers, whether they're current customers or future customers, um, or even just people that you work with in the industry too. It's, It's always best to stay, you know, middle of the road or don't even touch it at all. Um, and then beyond that, kind of the, the, the one that really sticks with me a lot, too, is uh, looking at the content that you put out. Um, a lot of people who are in our industry, too, specifically in a sales role, um, I think that it's really easy to, to create and push out flyers and product yeah. images and that sort of thing. And that's great. But, but look at that as supplemental content. Your main content should be you. So if you have customers or friends or coworkers who are following or engaging with you on social media, they are connecting with you, not, not the static images that you're posting. So instead of posting a flyer of a mug, maybe take a selfie of you using that mug or a quick video testimonial or doing something fun or engaging or whatever that is because they get to learn about what you do and what you sell, but it's through you, like you are the medium. So. I would say that that's pretty much the the biggest piece, but um, happy to share that uh, that article link when you post this too. 
Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of things, if it's all right. I, so that sure. when you talk about political, because I agree with you, I think that there was plenty of that. And by the time this will be posted, it's after the election, all that sort of thing. My thing is, is like, okay, if you want to state your opinion on either side, mm-hmm. I, certainly you have that right. Uh, not freedom of consequence for sure. But I think the ones that get in trouble is with the ones who post about nine times a day. I'm like, yeah, we got it. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you know what you're I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> um, and the, but then the other piece, and actually, I think it was, I think it was uh, your buddy and mine, Dana Zezo, who actually said to me one time that our 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 social media feed should uh, have a similar uh, vibe as our life. Like, yeah. so in other words, yeah, work is a part of it, but it's not yeah. the only part, right? Yep. So there should Definitely. be a mix, and I think that's that's great advice from you. So that's awesome. Thank you. Um, so, you know, I think so many of us have talked about all the challenges during the pandemic. We've, it's like, that's been covered. We all know that 2020 is going to go down as a new curse word, right? But, you know, there's been some good things from it. And I don't know that we talk a lot about that. So I'm curious to know, what are some good things that you think have been sort of forced upon us uh, during this time? Can you talk about that? Yeah, definitely. So, you know, uh, we've... We've all been working, you know, in different parts of the country for so long. A lot of the time when we see each other, it is because we're seeing each other at an industry event or whatever that is. I find that it's it's almost more connected now than ever in the sense that I get to see you and all of our other industry colleagues all the time now because we're in industry groups and we, you know, are able to just jump on a Zoom whenever. So in a weird way, you know, it's kind of leveled the playing field when it comes to our, you know, technology abilities. It's like, you know, uh, before we jumped on, you made a joke that like, oh, I used to have to like give people instructions for how to jump on the Zoom. Like, I can't imagine like that. That's so true. And now it's just part of our daily life. So it's, you know, in, in a way we've been forced to jump ahead years and years, you know, this might be the thing that our industry needed to kind of wake ourselves up a little bit and realize that technology is the way to go and we have to embrace it and not be scared of it. And it's okay to experiment with different things. If it, yeah. if it doesn't work, just stop doing it. You know, yeah. it's, it's all very approachable in terms of, you know, expenses too. A, a Zoom account is not that expensive, no. you know, it's, it's um, it's things that we should have maybe been doing this whole time, and yeah. uh, we're we're now just kind of forced into it. I don't like that word, but it's like yeah. <laughs> we are kind of. Yeah. Again, I think in March we all got uh, kind of a, a, a shift that we all we all manage differently. I would guess, right? Like, um, and to your point, I think that there are people who, you know, the conversation around work from home has been a conversation forever. Um, and I think that because we were forced sort of to do that, um, I think we found that companies who weren't willing to, you know, experiment with it have found, hey, you know, we, we like it or our employees like it or we're being just as productive. And then, you know, people like me, we had this conversation before we started recording too. Like, I like coming to the office, but now I know that for sure. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. Absolutely. Cool. So final question for you. Many people have sort of doubled down on video and content both, and I think that's great. So, but what's your take on that? Do you think it's a good idea for more video content, more uh, video in that way, or is the world just becoming too sort of cluttered? Mm, Okay, I love so many things about this question. So (laughs) the first part, um, 
Yes, I think that everyone should play with video content. You know, we are we are craving seeing faces. Yeah. And that's what we've definitely learned throughout this pandemic for sure is that, you know, it's so easy to feel alienated and out of the loop and it does feel a little more face to face when we can all see each other and there's something so vulnerable about being on video that um, I think scares a lot of people away, but that might be the the piece of humanity that we're craving and we're missing right now. And so, yeah. um, and I think it does, it, it scares a lot of people off. And I, what I always say too, when I have somebody on video or if I'm doing a recording or something, think about who is going to rewatch this? Nobody's, nobody's rewatching any of these videos. We're on this video right now, Kirby. Nobody is going to be like, oh, let me watch that one more time. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how real life is. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, it's basically the same as just speaking to a group of people. And I think that that definitely can put you so much more at ease. Mm -hmm. um, I also think that there's so much more room for just playfulness and, and conveying personality and real thoughts through video too. So um, early on in the pandemic, like day one, I did this series where every single day I posted a video in quarantine and gave our reps, this was in our like small um, Facebook group that we created. And so yeah. I gave them a product idea or a product feature for every single day for 200 days. And then I nice. hit that limit and I was like, all right, guys, we're going to pivot to something new. So I'm kind of, um, I have a couple projects that are in the works now, but um, I've also played around with TikTok too. Nice, nice. <laughs> I know that I'm, uh, I'm not quite 30 yet, but I even know I might be a little too old for it, but I still, it's so fun to play yeah. with it and just realize that it's a, it's a new platform to tell the story of promo and it's kind of perfectly built for our industry too so that's been really fun but if it doesn't work or if it doesn't take off i'm just gonna stop doing it right. like that's the thing you can just you can stop doing these series or experimentations that's fine um to your point about is the world getting cluttered um yes and no so mm -hmm. your content is only going to get cluttered if you create cluttered pieces. Mm. So if you don't have an intention when you're when you're creating a video, if it's not funny or engaging or you know, incite emotion or action, then don't do it. But if you put good content into the world, the world will give you good feedback. So right. it's it's all about kind of how you position yourself and and what you're throwing out there. Well, and I think, yeah, it's so funny you, you said this. I was literally just thinking about this this morning. I think where the content that I see that struggles, that, that, that kind of struggles to find footing, it kind of misses on two points. They either haven't really thought through who their actual audience is mm, or yeah. what they're trying to do. Are they trying to entertain or educate? Which? Yeah. Both. Or like, it's like some of them, yeah. it's like, we're going to be wacky just to be wacky. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Um, but just like having and trying to get a voice and trying to, move toward that, you're going to iterate and evolve, but kind of trying to have that voice, I think, or uh, kind of what you're trying to do. And you kind of mentioned that is, I think is really powerful. Right. And I think it's important too, for anybody who's starting out with video content, you're not going to have a perfect mm. idea. Like it's not going to be perfect right off the bat. Like yeah. let your, like give yourself some slack, like let yes. yourself 
find what it needs to be because it'll, it, I mean, if you, if you are consistent and if you think through it and have a game plan, it'll turn into something and you can always, always change and, and you know, adjust it to what it needs to be. And you should, right? Like it, it, you, you should get yes. better at it. That's just the, the nature of anything. I think yeah. anybody who's done a lot of video and obviously you've done a lot of video, I've done a fair amount of video, all of us sort of look back at early videos that we did and they're cringeworthy, right? Like, it's yeah. like, oh my God, but, but you have to do that one to do this one. <laughs> you know, yes. it's just something that builds. Exactly. And I don't know. Okay. So Kirby, do you like get a little anxiety? Like you, you can put together like a great piece of content to actually hit posts. Like you're like, oh God, oh God, oh God. Let it go. The secret I tell everybody is everybody has that voice. Everybody does. Even people yeah. who are doing content all the time, right before you hit publish, right before you hit send, yes. we've all got that voice that says we're not good enough, we're not smart enough, who yep. the hell wants to hear from you? And yes. you just got to fight through that. And, yeah. uh, and the more you do it, the easier it gets, but it never goes away. Yes. Okay. I do feel better because <laughs> I like have a panic attack every time I'm about to do it. But it's like once it's posted, then it's out there and it's yep. done. And then you don't think about it again. Right. Um, totally get it. But yes, so Kirby, before we go, I have a question for you, awesome. even though I just did kind of ask you a question too. No, bring it, bring it. <laughs> um, and I haven't even run this by you either, so I realize that this is kind of jumping on you a little bit, but um, during this pandemic, mm -hmm. have you, I mean, we've all probably learned a lot about ourselves. Have you learned anything new about yourself that you really didn't know before the pandemic, whether it's personal or, or with work or just like what you need yeah. So the, so the thing for me is like, I, I'm a person that in, whenever I get a question like this, where it's the first, you know, first I'm hearing it, I just give whatever comes to my mind. All right. So mm -hmm. what comes to my mind is sort of what we just talked about. The idea that um, while I love having an office at home and I work from home every single morning, I don't like having to work from home. I don't like to being forced to work from home. Like, oh. so, so I really enjoy having a, um, a, a separation of church and state. I found out that I love coming to the office to work. Now, what I did enjoy on the other side is having all the tools so I could do both. So what I mean by that is I do video editing. So I ended up buying a second computer so that I could have a video editing piece at home so that I didn't have to drive into the office to do my vlogs and different things like that. And so um, for me, what I found was Though I enjoy working from home when I want to, I don't want to have to. My dogs just do not work around my schedule. <laughs> Is that fair? Does that answer your question? Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. It, it definitely says something about you are a person who needs to make the call on how you work and, and what you do, yeah. which I think a lot of people can definitely relate to. Well, and the other thing I found is I knew it, but I, this also taught me I am for sure an extrovert. Like, so during the middle oh, of this, I'm like, interesting. I, okay. I, I missed people. Yeah. Like I, like yeah. three dimensional people. I, I, yes. I am, I'm excited to get back to that <laughs> though. Again, I like having the ability to do this, Yeah. but I can't wait to go back to Vegas. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I mean, I can't wait either. I, but it's, <laughs> it's funny too, though, because there are very few true extroverts in the world. So <laughs> that's cool to know I, that you're, you're definitely one I of them. miss people. <laughs> I know. I think we all, I think we're all going to be so excited. Honestly, I'm a little scared the first time that we all get back together. Yeah. 
like, I don't even know what we're going to do. There's going to be like a massive party. Who knows? We might lose a few people. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. We might lose a few people. I think there's some truth to that. Well, Taylor, thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. We'll have to do it again. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we'll do it again. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time. (laughs) 